This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got hooking up with an ex, spring break alone, and an I love you text. Check it out, share with friends, enjoy. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Stand Up New York Lives. You're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me just say it one more time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Keep telling people. Keep spreading the word. This podcast only keeps going with your help. It's user-driven. We use your emails. We use your questions, your stories. That's the only way this train, see what I did here, keeps chugging along. You're in the engine room with the coals. You got that little hat on. And you're just scooping coals into the engine right into my butthole. <laughs> and that's what keeps me moving. So listen, people, the job, this podcast has gone along and I get it. I get it. It's this podcast. It feels like it's always going to be here for you. It's like a grandma, but grandmas die. So the only way you keep her going is by feeding her, loving her, touching her, hugging her, visits, calls. That's how you keep grandma J train alive. Grandma free. I need hugs, too. That's you telling a friend, telling a coworker, telling a, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anybody with ears. Keep rating and reviewing and subscribing on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, SoundCloud, wherever you get the thing that pops in your phone the morning of. Because, listen, Grandma J-Train is reliable just like your grandma. He says, he's, Grandma says you're making cookies. Papa JT's making cookies, okay? Because this podcast gets to you midnight. Day of. It's always there waiting for you, ready to love you, ready to take you into my bosom. So listen, the only way you keep this going is by touching it, just like your grandma. She would die without your love. So could the J-Tram podcast. <laughs> so well put. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good analogy, right? I like coal in my butthole keeps me moving. <laughs> keep That's a t-shirt. <laughs> throw that coal right up my ass. <laughs> and keep this train chugging along. Because listen, I'm going to let you guys know, you're welcome. This is a free entertainment source. Free to get you through your drive. Free to get you through your workout. Free to get you to walk to class. Free to get you through your shitty job. Free to get you through your internship. So all you got to do, rate, review, subscribe. If you want to tickle my nuts a little bit more, here's a way to pay Grandma J-Train. Here's a way to get him 
get them going, feather my nuts. Send me a tweet or an Instagram, uh, post it as your Instagram story or your Snapchat story. Take a screenshot of what you're listening to right now. Tag me. I'll send you a thank you. Love that. Love that. That's an uninvasive way of telling a friend, hey, this is what I do on my day. I listen to Papa JT. In addition, I have Patreon. Patreon is the where we're going, people. A la carte. That's right, people. We don't want the full cable plan with the, you know, the network for hipsters in Brooklyn. I don't want that fucking cuck TV. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get the things I want. I want CNBC because I got Shark Tank. I want ABC, NBC, CBS so I can get all my live sports. I want ESPN so I can get SportsCenter. I'm going to start cutting shit out. A la carte. That's what Patreon is. Patreon, if you're finding value in this in this podcast and you want little extra bits of J-Train, you go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. You get, for a buck a month, you get blogs and like little mini coffees with J-Train podcasts. There's, uh, there's five or six of them up right now. You can go listen and you get entertained. And what I do, the, the, what I've stopped doing, some people, I've sacrificed quality of audio on those ones. And I'm letting you know right now, like the audio we got here, second to the non. People walk into the studio, they go, what the fuck? No, premium. Premium. Patreon, you know, you know it's going to be like you're on the phone with me. You know, like I pull out my phone and I'm like, you know what? I got this thought about TSA pre. I, I'm going to complain about it. And I do a 15 minute complaint and now you got a little 15 minute, you know, jolt that you can put on on the treadmill. Cuz I'm going to be high energy just like this podcast. I send it over to Shelby, he throws it on and we're good. And within an hour you got a coffee with J Trey. So go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed, buck a month, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever you feel comfortable, 10 bucks gets you advice. And I'm getting back to you. I'm, 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 I'm on the keyboard. 20 ta, ta, bucks. Ta, 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 ta. Jared's ta, 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 ta. grandma. 20 bucks. Jared's grandma. I'm baking cookies. <laughs> Jared's grandma. You, you, you can dig her up <laughs> and we'll give you a free shot. Oh, okay. Now we're going there. I <laughs> well, she... listen, I got to go with the joke. No, I hear you. I thought you were still alive baking those cookies. No. I had such a nice vision. Now, now, yeah, no, she's dead. Yeah. Forget the $20 whole grandma's thing. Okay, guys. But you know who's not dead to me? The listeners. There you go. Okay. See how I brought it back? I love there? it. I love See it. See what kind of host I am? It's all about you guys. Yeah. So if you want advice, 10 bucks a month, that's me on the computer. That's me typing them out, churning out, churning out the jewels. The last plug, two more plugs before we get to our guest, because he's a favorite of mine and yours. Because I got an email from uh, the CEO of Laughable. Mm. Laughable is the podcast app that is the most highly rated podcast app on iTunes. Awesome app. It's a great app. I'm a I'm a podcast user. I'm not just I'm not just the CEO of J Train. I'm a I'm a customer. I listen to these fucking things. So I know what I want out of my podcast and I've given uh, Ned who's in charge of Laughable some some of my tips and why how I would want the listening experience to be and he listens. But if you don't have this app, you need it right now and it's the best way to because what you can do is if you like someone on this show you can look up their name and then subscribe to them and then get every episode of any podcast they go on. So if you're a, let's say you're hypothetically a Jared Freed fan, hypothetically, okay? 
Papa JT, the King of Brunch, the Climax Czar, the Avalon Overlord, the Wizard of we Weddings, the Sultan of Swipes. If you like me, the Promo Prince, if you like me, now I'm starting to get asked to be a guest. They want me as a, you know, they, they, they want me to bring my heat. You got no, more nicknames than Louis J. Gomez. That's, <laughs> I can't convince. I'll nickname <laughs> off with, with the rattlesnake any day. So listen. If you if you want to know where I'm going to be, if you want to hear more from you know whatever the fuck I'm talking about, and I've been on a lot of podcasts lately as a guest, you can subscribe to me and then see where, and then it will pop up just like this podcast pops up. So go to the Laughable app. Um, what else did he? He wrote me this whole email about what he wants me to say. So tell you can literally go Siri. I've never done this. I don't like Siri, but he's suggesting. That you can say, you can go, click Siri and go download Laughable, and it will take five seconds. There you go. And if you've already been using Laughable, you should tell your friends to download it too. Uh, even better, just take a look at their phone and tell Siri to go to do it for them. Boy, Ned's really pushing people. <laughs> That's really uh... <laughs> it helps spread the word. Now, listen, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fully involved with Laughable, and I enjoy the product, and I think you guys will all like it. And if you have an Android, sign up to be notified when Laughable has an app ready at Laughable.com. So, Laughable is a friend uh, of Papa JT and this, this, uh, this podcast. So, support Ned and that one. Um, Here's the last plug. I'm coming to Tampa Bay. Side splitters. I'm coming to Tampa Bay. Um, I'll be there like from, I'm going to the Mike Calta show. You know Mike Calta, you cowhead? Mike yeah, Calta's yeah. like a legendary radio guy. Like I, I knew him before I was introduced well, to cowhead, him. Well, cowhead, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, but Mike Calta's great. I mean, so I'm going to be going on his show next week. If you're a local in the area, turn, tune in. Also, I'm going to be at Side Splitters um, the 10th. So go to Side Splitters website in Tampa or come on out. Also, I've been posting a bunch about Chicago Zanies 422 and 423. And uh, come on out. So let me get to our guest. Very excited to have him. You hear him chime in a couple times. An OKP, original key player. I love it. I Jay love, Nog, thank you for coming What's on. going on? It's great to have you, I love you, man. this fucking show. I love hanging out with you, dude. <laughs> I appreciate it. I like having you on, too. <laughs> I like you because, uh, you know, there's very few times in comedy I know I got a guy coming in. Oh, yeah. Dude's dude. A dude's dude. That's it. You like, And you guys should all go follow Jay on Twitter and Instagram, at Jay Nog, at Jay Nog. And you have an album out. Yeah. Uh, album just got released last month called Put Me In, Coach. About 50 minutes of... Uh, of good, good stuff. Talk about a great car ride purchase. I know a lot of people say to me that they that they like this podcast and it gets them through their rides. But if you, you know, I would be tired of my voice after a certain point, and I would throw Jay Nog on, and there now you, you go. got a you got a podcast. Check it out on iTunes, people. Yes, and now you're good. I mean, no, you got a, a real, but it's an album. What was the, what? Where'd you tape it? Uh, taped it in New York Comedy Club, released fun, by Comedy Dynamics. Fun and, club. Yeah. and have you gotten good re response already? Yeah, I've gotten really good response so far, so it's good. And then it motivates you to, you know, the second album to start writing even harder. Well, know? I don't have an album yet. Um, I'd like to have an album out. Have you thought about recording one this year? I haven't. The reason I want to push it back. 
is and the, the you know it's pros and cons to every decision you make. And I think what you're saying is one of the, the pros I think of is that you have a bow on things. It's an era of your comedy. You can leave those bits, so to speak. You don't feel beholden to them because you're not having to keep freshening them up for when this hypothetical album comes out. Yeah, I mean, I got the green light January 2016. I didn't record it until the end of the year. That, well, that's I good was like, preparation I want, time. Yeah, I want to make sure that sure. everything was ready. There's certain things that I've been doing for like, you know, six years that I just like the pit. Yeah. And I don't, you know, sometimes if you do a late night set, you can like push off from them. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had that opportunity yet. So I kind of just sitting here with these old ones that I don't even know if they fit me anymore. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, you can burn them on the CD or like there was a lot, some stuff that I had that was old and I was like, I don't even want it on the album because it doesn't capture who I am now. This is a, this is a thing. Like there's sometimes like, especially if I'm hosting, it was the other night I used to do this bit. There was a you know gay couple in the front and it got weird because I was like, are you guys, I, I think I fucked up by being like, are you guys brothers? And they're like, no, we're fucking fuck it yeah <laughs> and i was like oh and then i kind of like i was like oh fuck now i look like i'm like you know outing gay people right you know and it got a little weird because sometimes crowds can get sensitive to that stuff and then so i just went into a bit about how how it's got to be nice to be gay because like a like a whole like old i hadn't done it in years but it was like i was brushing something off and i was like it didn't even feel like something i would say anymore right and yeah. i must have worked on it for a month you know, and like, then, yeah, you just scrap it and you use it for those times where you mistake a gay couple for brothers. You yes. know, that's really it. <laughs> that's the only time you bring it up. But that's why you should all go find Jay's uh, album. It's a piece. This is an art piece. This is the comedy version of an art piece. It's yes. the album. And the beauty of 2018 is you can literally pause this show, go to uh, Apple Music, right? Mm-hmm. Type yeah. in Jay Nog, a very simple name to spell, J-A-Y-N-O-G. Very easy. And you can find an album and it's called... Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's rock and roll, baby. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jay Nog. Let me do one last thing. I got to say, we've had a couple marriages from this show. I'm That's not, pretty awesome. I'm not even... Were you invited to the weddings? I just... I have an invite in front of me right now. <laughs> I have awesome. a save the date uh, for Alexandra and Aaron. Alexandra spells it A-L-I-X. A-N-D-R-A. Gonna bet they're from the South. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> so Alexandra 100%. and Aaron, congratulations. They're getting married 7-1-18 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, they sent me the save the date. I am totes preach. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that's very flattering. I know we've had people meet from the podcast or like, you know, maybe I've given advice and it's encouraged them to go into the relationship and it's helped them through it. Do you know how that one happened? I have no idea. I'd love to hear from them. I'm sure they sent me an email that I don't have in front of me. Right. But thank you. And uh, congratulations. I hope it works out. You guys are very good looking. Good looking couple. Yeah. Look, a lot of Photoshop there. You think so? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some good brows. I always appreciate good brows. She's looking at him like... She's going to fuck him in that field. Holy oh, yeah. shit. I mean, that's a lot of love in that picture. That's a lot of love in that picture. Well, congratulations. And if you've gotten married from this podcast, send in your uh, your fucking story. I would love to hear it. Uh, send in your whole video. I want to see your whole wedding video. The whole wedding video. I'd love to see a wedding video. <laughs> let's do some email. Hooking up with an ex. 
Dearest Papa JT, Feather Feather, I'm a listener from Australia. My girlfriend and I have three years broke up in November, but have remained good friends since, even hooked up once. We're both very much okay with the breakup and have no desire to get back together lately. We've been sexting and have both said we wanted to hook up, but she won't because she kind of has feelings for someone else. We are both moving away this summer, so how can I move this into a friends with benefits situation before that? I don't know what summer is for him in Australia, right? Yeah. Doesn't the summer flush down the other way? I don't know. Isn't the summer the winter and the winter? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. So what do, what do we think? What do you think? Is there a way? Have you ever hooked up with an ex? Oh, yeah. Plenty of times. But if she, it's, I feel in that situation, the woman is always 100% in control. Yeah. And uh, if totally. She, yeah. And if she is having feelings for other people, you coming in is just fucking up her relationship, this new yeah. one. So if you cared about her and you're cool being friends with her, you had your go. And uh, and let her let let her be with the this big, new guy. The I don't biggest think it's friend happen. thing this guy can do is to stop. Yeah, go away, unsubscribe, block all this shit. Is there a way? the The minute she said she had feel like I think there was a way until she said she had feelings for someone else. Right. Because I I think we're two dudes here. We could fuck anything and anyone and rationalize it after a shower. For sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Like, I could jump in the shower and be like, guess my AIDS are gone. <laughs> yes. <it's> all, <laughs> you know? That dove does wonders. Does you know? wonders. But girls, and this is a function, like, and listen, they're not crazy. We're the crazy ones. Yeah. Women get put in this position where they're all, they're being told they're crazy. Oh, just fucking don't care. No, you should care. We're fucked up. Yes. By being like, ah, you know, I, you know, fuck, I got a blowjob, and then tomorrow I want to be with the person I love. But she can't sext and then say you have feelings with someone else. That's a little messed well, this up. Is, but this is what I'm saying. I think that they, he's saying that they have a good relationship. They fucked once and now they're probably a month out of this fuck. He has nobody and he just needs to get this out of his system and he sees someone that will respond to him. That's how we, we're animals. We're, yeah. we're really gross animals, us men. Yeah, when you have someone on, on the end, on deck circle... You want to keep that person there. And you want to say, and and for us, we're lazy. We're incredibly lazy. So like this guy, I know what he's doing. He's like, oh, this is a girl who will text me who has seen my penis and has said yes before. Of course he's going to keep pushing. Yeah, it's a it's a given. Like, it, it's, it is a given. So I feel for this girl, that's why like there's a moment where you have to be like, go masturbate and realize you're being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you know, you, and if he wants to make this a friends with benefits situation, all you can do is not push the issue. It's also tough if they were boyfriend girlfriend and then totally broke up, then became friends, hooked up once. You can't go back to the friends with benefits. Usually, the friends with benefits turns into a relationship. Mm. Very seldom it goes boyfriend girlfriend pulling back. Friends, then friends of benefits. That's an interesting thing too. Yeah, the 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 progression of these things is 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 what exactly what you're saying. It goes, friends. Oh my god, we fucked. Oh my god, I like this person. Oh my god, we're in a relationship. Fuck this person. I hate them. Right. It very rarely will go. And I've had the situation, but then sometimes it does end up where you'll get in with someone via like a dating app, and then the next day you're you know you start hooking up from the dating app. You say to the person. Uh, this is a different situation. The The other version that happens a lot and not this version is you hook up via a dating app. You kind of ghost each other. Then you start texting late night. You hook up late night and then you kind of like come back to each other in that way. And then there's a moment where you're like, why aren't we dating? And it's fucked. 
Right. It's at a convenience first, and then feelings get involved. Yes. And then you so see what goes on. People go back to the thing that's most comfortable. So for this guy, you uh, the only way to get a friends of benefit situation for him is to not push his agenda. You have to seriously be a friend and let her come to you. For sure. Don't push it anymore, dude. Just let her be. And if this other relationship is for her and you care about her, let it be in it. But also, this is a message for guys out there, and I'm guilty of this too. This is why I'm like mostly saying this to myself. If you are gonna, if you want to be friends with benefits, you can't pursue. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, you, he's wondering what can he do. You do nothing. You be cool to your friend, and if part of that being cool is her being like, I just gotta fuck. Yeah, that's cool, when you're the benefit. Lay back. If you come and pursue, that's when it gets confusing. Because what we'll say is like, I'm gonna come after this chick, and then all of a sudden you're coming after. She's going. What is she supposed to think? Right, and she's gonna want you more if you just show that you're gonna be a friend. She's like, oh my god, he's not trying to pursue me, and then she'll want it more. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jnog at Jnog. Go find his album on Apple iTunes. J Nog. Just search that. It'll come right up. That's it. It's very easy. Put me guys. in coach is the album. I love you. Make it a double. Hmm. So J Train, I've been dating this guy for six months. Long distance relationships see each other every two weeks. Life is good. So after the so it's SAFTBs. SAFTBs. I should know. Oh, so this is a Saturdays are for the for the bros, okay. Um, I pass out 8 p.m. and I get the first L bomb dropped at 1 a.m. Okay. He wakes up the next morning, super hunger, and we pretend we never he's never sent the text. My response was trouble tapping, uh, was trouble tapping, and was trouble tapping and a heart emoji. She said. Okay. So how do I bring this out without forcing the convo? Are drunk words really sober thoughts? Seeing him in a week, should I bring it up in real life? Don't bring it up. Right. Don't bring it up. I mean, if he said it drunk and you're into this dude and uh, the relationship. He texted it drunk. Right. If he texted it drunk and you guys are in a good relationship, he'll he'll say it eventually. To push it, just going to push him backwards, I feel. Yeah. And the t- like, I, I. Or you don't know if one of his friends took the phone and did that. Like, that you didn't don't. Happen. <laughs> this guy got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I've done this. I've done this and I fucked up and I remember waking up the next day being like, oh, fuck, I'm now in L town. Uh Oh, he knows. Yeah. He knows what he did. He saw the text. He saw your heart. I think it's, I don't think you can scare a guy away. Like I've said that a million times on this. Like there's no scaring. We're not no, I don't think you scare him away, but I think it just makes for an awkward conversation that's not necessary. You can have love for someone without saying that you love them and it comes out in a drunk, bad way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, for this guy, let's assume that he's genuinely just enjoying being with you. So this text was just his drunken night where he was like, I just got to let her know that I fucking love being with her. And it came out as an I love you text. Right. Let's... Just oh, be okay with that. Why not be okay with that without making... You don't have to fucking send out save-the-date notifications. Right. You don't have to put like change 
statuses and titles. It's just the problem with appreciate the problem with guys is that we don't we 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 don't we minimize. And the problem with girls is they maximize. Right. So I've watched a girl. She got engaged. She's dancing around the bar with the ring. All the friends are woo big. You know, play the horror. That it was literally going around the bar. There's a big. It was like a Greek. You ever watch those Greek things? Do you have that on on tap? I don't have a horror. No, could you a Google? Can Google, you sing the horror for us, please? Google, <laughs> Google the Greek music. It was like no, that's like the circus music. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, it was like like it turned into like the Greek. Everyone's throwing plates, and this girl's got the engagement. She's holding up like it's a fucking Super Bowl trophy. And then I look over, the dude's just like, yeah, yeah, just another day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, as a guy, I see that girl running around with the ring on the top. I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's enough. I'm happy we're there. But let's like let life go on. Because when you live in those extremes, you can only get a disappointed. Oh, for sure. So like for this girl, where it's like, why don't you just be like heartwarmed by the moment that he thought of you and, Paul, and place it in the reality of which it stays. So the reality of where he said it is drunk. You're away. He's got the phone. Tap, 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 tap. He's typing. You should be happy that he's out drunk with his friends thinking and of he's you. thinking of you than hitting on other girls and not texting at all. Because I don't think he'll put as much thought into it as you have wanted. He's feeling it in that moment and he just let it fly. You sent the heart back. I think that's a great response. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the cool, level-headed, I have this for you too. But I think there's levels of telling someone you love them. And and this is a level of that. And I think if you came back and were like, we need to talk. Yes. About you take something that was fun and lovey and nice and make it into a contractual negotiation. You make it very serious. Yeah. Why no, not no let need it be what especially with how it was sent. If he came to you and turned to you and was like, I fucking love you, that's a different I love you than him being drunk at 1 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Yes, for sure. You know, he doesn't have an acoustic guitar playing Dave Matthews for yeah. you and then saying I love you after he sings Satellite, you know? But yeah, but that also doesn't mean that it has to be lessened. I'm not saying that, like, this isn't something. Like, on the level, like, if I was going to put it on the spectrum of, like, you're getting married to you're breaking up, you're right in the middle. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know that there's promise Think, with this relationship. Sure. And... He's probably not comfortable. You don't like. I don't know who this dude is and what relationships he's had in the past, but maybe he's been burned or whatever it is. So that was made him feel comfortable sure. doing it drunk, seeing her reaction. She didn't flip out. She wasn't like super like sending a paragraph back. Just the heart, which is perfect. Let it breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guarantee it's just going to go down a more serious road if you just let it breathe. Just let it go. Yeah, and and be cool with what happened. Be mm -hmm. happy with what. It's a soft. I love you. Yeah, and it's great that he's out with his boys yeah. thinking about you. Yeah, so own that, like it, and then you're going to get together. And also understand you're in a long-distance relationship, and everything is heightened in the long-distance relationship. Yes. Interactions together, interactions apart. It's too much all the time. So even this is a bigger thing than he would have sent if you lived in the same town. Yeah, for sure, because you don't see each other circumstance. as much. Yeah. yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast.com. At gmail.com. I'm loving these emails. These are mm -hmm. right off the top.
Okay, I'm peeling them. These are great. Off the top with Jay Nog at Jay Nog. Put me in the coach is the album. I got another sponsor. We're gonna get through these sponsors quick because I want to really go through the rest of this thing. But listen, people, this is my favorite sponsor. And someone told me, um, someone told me, someone was. They think I hate the online mattress people. <laughs> you have something against them? I do a little bit. Okay. Okay? If I have the choice between a mattress that I can go into a store, put my fucking fat ass on, and lay down and look at someone in a lab coat who has no <laughs> real expertise at all that tells me, yeah, it's going to help your lumbar. That is a better shopping experience than, oh, like, let's not be fooled by... Let's go back to my pie thing from the beginning. Pies with the smell. You know when the, you know when the uh, the pies made, and they have that smell in the cartoon, mm -hmm. and the bear Yogi Bear floats with the the smell and follows the smell of the pie, and then gets his nose crushed on the, uh, you know, the grandma comes right. and crushes his nose. <laughs> of course, on the window. On the is window, that, yeah. Yeah, is that too old a reference? Is everyone like, no, I don't know that YouTube video. It's fucking Yogi Bear, man. Yeah. So. We consider ourselves Yogi Bear as millennials, as people in their, you know, let's say the listenership is 20 to 35 of this podcast. That's who I hear from. Okay. We're all very much alike in what we like. We like a la carte. That's why I'm bringing up Patreon. We like tapas. We don't like commitment. We don't, we like a YouTube, a fun Instagram post. We really like a fun Instagram. You know, the drive from <laughs> this is a ridiculous <laughs> side note if you've tried to fast forward through this fucking ad you're missing out <laughs> you don't want to miss this no you don't want to miss this do you know tulum you know tulum. tulum no matt you know what tulum tulum is a mexican town a resort town that got big on instagram and everyone needed to go for like six months the next tulum is cartagena you okay. heard it here first. I tweeted about it three months ago. So J Train's ahead of these. I'm watching people for you. Cartagena. It's coming. That's the next Instagram locale that everyone has to go to to look cool. That's the next Mexican city you're going to ruin. That's okay? the next city. <laughs> it's in Colombia or it's in Venezuela, oh. I think. Where, Matt, look up. Where, where is it? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> it was Reykjavik. That's another Instagram spot. Mykonos. Mm -hmm. It's in Colombia. Colombia. Okay. Okay. Cartagena is the next Mykonos. And Tulum, Tulum was the old Mykonos. Does this make sense? Yes. It's all evolving. It's all evolving. And these are places that we're going to at a certain age because we followed the smell, the waft of Instagram. Right. Because we're all fucking stupid, emotional beasts. And we're all alike. We're all alike. We're 10% away from each other. So the same Instagram post that I saw of Tulum that I went and went, oh, maybe I should go there because I saw the hot chick with the big fat ass hanging out on the beach. We all did it. Right. It's she's, been out there. She's still there right now. Look up Tulum on Instagram and tell me I'm wrong. So, they, <laughs> so all these people went to Tulum because they saw an Instagram picture. Tulum is a two-hour drive from the airport. Who the fuck is doing this? Yeah. I want if I'm going to the beach, direct flight. Beach by noon. 
Yeah, that's, that's my that's the motto. worst when you get when you fly in somewhere and you got to drive right? forever. You're like, oh, I fucking hate. This I was place. just in Aruba. Aruba's great. Beach by noon. That's my motto. That's great. Seven a.m. flight. Beach by noon. Beach by noon. Tulum ain't got beach by noon. <laughs> you're in the car by noon. Beach what, by what, sunset. Making sure, hoping, yeah, beach by sunset. <laughs> hoping that some cartel doesn't pull you over on the side of the highway. And shoot your fucking brains out. Or beach by sunset with no money. No money. <laughs> that's so it. that's why, but the great Instagram thing is that Instagram just puts out these smells. And sometimes we get our nose smashed on the windowsill with shitty things like Tulum. Two-hour ride from the airport. How many people got off the flight and were like, yeah, I'm here. And then they're like, no, you got a two-hour fucking drive. No, it's miserable. How miserable would you be? It's awful. How about coming home? You're hungover. Oh, the flight's at eight. We'll leave at six. No, you're leaving at four. Fuck yeah, it. you're leaving at 334. <laughs> so, this is what I mean. And so now back to the ad. <laughs> Ready? This is where it all comes around. Because all these mattress companies that you find because they come out of a box in a fun way, you don't even lay on them. You don't know yeah. what they feel like. That's why I love our sponsor, mattressfirm.com. 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 They're America's neighborhood mattress store. So they have stores. They have storefronts. You can go in the store. You can lay on the thing. Then you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. And you see what the deals are for the smart customers who are us who listen to podcasts. The people with smartphones. So you flip test phone the bed people. First. Yeah. Flip uh. phone people don't get shit. You, J-Train listener, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast and see what the deals are, right? Right. So then you go in the store, you pop open your phone, you go, oh, okay, they got a deal on the one I just liked. What are you going to, get a mattress? You're going to have no good nights of sleep because you had a fun boomerang? <laughs> the fight, they, 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 they followed the smell. They got Yogi Bear. I'm not going to let that happen to you because I care about you. Try that mattress out. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Learn how you can sleep. Your sleep can be monumentally approved. They should write that whole rant and make that their ad instead of their bullshit. They got something about, do you sleep to podcast? Well, we're going to turn it off now. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Spring break alone. Speaking Tulum of was Tulum, so much better. Tulum was right? so much better. Yeah, but it I, makes sense. Am I crazy? No, you, you got it. Two You're, hours. That's miserable. Who's doing that fuck? How mad would I be if I got off the flight in Cancun? Because you fly to Cancun to get to Tulum. I would be so angry. Yeah, that's... I mean, Aruba, especially... It I think it depends. Noon. I think it also depends on the trip. If you're going with a lady or... A lady, even more reason to not go. Oh, you gotta yeah. listen to her. You're driving too fast. <laughs> I just turned into. We're in Mexico. Joint. You don't know yeah, yeah. How, where the roads Her are. Big floppy Mexico hat is yeah. in the way. You can't see driving. <laughs> I had a road trip plan that fell through. The people I would normally go with, either in relationships, broke or both. So I'm solo for spring break. Should I take the road trip alone or try to find some classic spring break spot and go by myself? This is a dude. Wants to know if you should do spring break alone. No. I feel spring break is who you go with. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah, clicky yeah. in spring break. Sure. You're not going to infiltrate another group of dudes and like hang out with them. You're definitely not going to infiltrate right. another group of dudes. So it's Unless like, you're in a gay hotel, a gay friendly hotel, <laughs> yes. then they'll let you the fuck in. But it's who you go with. That's the crew you roll with the whole time. Once in a while, you run into maybe a friend of a friend. You're like, hey, do a shot. But then you're not hanging out with those dudes. You are off in your own crew 
looking for ladies. Like two, you can't yeah, infiltrate. Two a girl. pieces of advice: one, don't go on Facebook and post. Does anyone want to go on spring break? That's a big mistake. Yeah, because you have a whole lot of people just not helping you. Uh, I totally agree. Shelve it. Shelve it. Your friends will soon not be broke. Uh, they'll soon not be in relationships and you'll have the money to go and you won't be like, well, I just went and uh, 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 uh. no. Yeah. It's going to suck. Put away the money. Want. Go get a job during spring break. Go, go home, meet some people around home. Take a chill. Sometimes you got to know when the party's over and when it's going to start up. Nothing worse than drinking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, being too tired to go on Friday when everyone's ready to go out. Exactly. Or, you know, you can do one of your friends at a college maybe doesn't have spring break and go, go to the go visit them. Go That's visit a high school buddy. That's the move. Yeah. J Nog at J Nog. Uh, the, the album's called Put Me In Coach. Why is it called Put Me In Coach? Uh, put is that me, like I, the biggest bit on the thing? No, just put me in coach. It's like have a few meetings. Like, you know what? Like, I hate going to a show and you're not on the show and you're there to hang out with a friend. Sure. And you're just like, you always want to get on stage. Sure. So it's put me in coach. And then it's just like, you know, from sport, you always want to be in there. Dude, you, you know? got like those, uh, you got like fancy feet on the sideline. That's, you just, yeah. You, you just always, moving, you're like, you just oh, can't watch. So sociopath slash daddy issues boy is a lady. Hey, Jared, huge fan. I'm dating this guy who is a 668. Face, body, personality, the area code method. She says he's a 668. Went on a few dates after I moved back to Boston after college. We've always kept in semi-frequent contact while I was away. I rarely saw him because I went to school far away, but he's admitted to liking me for about two years. Okay, I'm already mm. wary. Red flag. We know what we're doing. Just know that we're not going to cock block ourselves. Yeah, this is a point that I'm going to make in tonight's live podcast. So if you're hearing this now, uh, if you're at the live, if you're listening to this on Friday, oh, I should have said in the beginning, thank you for coming to the live podcast. I want to talk about it after I've seen it, though. Yeah. So we haven't. I, we're taping this pre-live podcast, but this is a lot of what girls do is they write the fairy tale on the fly, and there's a lot of talk about like, oh, the Disney fairy tales fucked us up. I don't think they fucked us up. I think we're just trying to write them for ourselves while they go. I met a girl on a flight once, and it was as if, you know, I fucking kissed her to wake her up from a 10-year nap. This was your destiny? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no guy's going to go, well, we only met on the flight. The guy's going to go, we did meet on a flight. Because yeah. we're not going to cock block ourselves. Right, for sure. So he, if you're going to be like, well, how'd you, uh, we've known each other. If a girl's always like, oh, we've known each other for two years. Why didn't you say anything? Because, I, you know, it's my secret. what's better what's hotter in that scenario we know what's hotter yeah i've been thinking about you for two years or yeah i didn't want to fuck you then right (laughs) like what's he gonna say (laughs) we had an amazing first few dates the energy was near electric but on our last date he picked me up drunk and claimed to be smoking all day he's 27 uh he then told me that he doesn't believe in relationships at one point deleted my number because i didn't reply back to him doesn't see himself ever getting married some other sociopathic tendencies brought up his girls he's hooked up with that i know and about his somewhat troubled past i asked if he could drop me off to my house because this was wildly uncomfortable uh, then he opens up to me about his father's death a few years back and told me how much he liked me. I was supportive, but the previous part of the date was like it was a different person. Am I actually dating the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> Do I support him and act like nothing's happened? Do I get the fuck out? Do I address it? Honestly, I have no clue. I like him, but also I haven't thought about anything big picture with him yet. I'm only 23 and just starting my career, and I'd like to say I'm an 869. If you have any good ideas on what I should do, Feather Feather. What do you think? 
I don't know. That guy unleashed a lot of baggage on you. Mm. Uh, I mean, it, feel, it seems like he was on his best behavior, and then he's just like, all right, I'm going to be a douche and be myself. And, mm. you know, coming there all high and then drunk and then acting like a jerk. Yeah. It's just, I, I feel like the writing's on the wall for a giant headache for you in the future. So just mm-hmm. let it go or just uh, late night booty calls if you, if you, if you think, uh, if you like the sex. I'm with you. Guys like to keep women in this gray area of we're fucking, but we're nothing. And when guys don't know how to do it, they... It's almost like a bird with like the feathers that they flock up. Like a peacock? Like a peacock to, to ward off mm-hmm. relationships. That's kind of what he did. He put up his peacock feathers. He was, oh, I hate marriage. Like, and, and, he, and they make it about something else. They don't make it about them. Right. He didn't know. He just didn't know how to keep this cool. He thought he, he has a huge ego. He thought you were more into him than you were. This is what happened. I'm telling yeah. her what happened. He thought you were more into this than you were. He figured that, and so what he thought he had to do was let you know that he's not a big marriage guy, not a relationship guy, and he saw that this was that it was too much, that you were freaked out, and you're like, "Get me the fuck out of here! I don't want to. I don't need to hear, you know, you profess like a fucking evil relationship villain." <laughs> yeah. So, and then he goes to then, the dad death the to dad get the death, sympathy to get the sympathy to bring it back mm-hmm. to keep you in vague town. Right. Well, he brings feelings up. Sure. And then, you know, usually ladies are more emotional, so she'd be attached to those feelings. Yep. I feel so bad. And uh, he tried to preserve the blowjob. He tried to preserve the blowjob while still on the app. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So when he, because this is what guys do, he put up the feathers that just to let you know, this ain't relate. I ain't, I ain't fucking relationship guy. And then he saw it, fucked him over. He saw it wasn't getting him blown that and night. And he backpedaled. Backpedaled. Mm-hmm. Dad death. Yeah. And not, not the go to. The go to is dad death all the time. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I, we talk very real on this podcast because we can. I, I'm sure I would have trouble saying this to his face. Yeah. Like, like hey, dude, listen, do not go to dad death. Yeah, bro. dad death is a little much. <laughs> Fucking relax. Yeah. But we're just telling you that, that you feel the same thing, right? Yeah, for sure. This dude uh, thought he was a shit. And then once he saw he was going to lose you, Played the emotional card, but I would stay away from this dude. He seems like stay a head away. case, and if you want to uh, have a hookup friend, just leave That's it. That's the only thing it's going to be. Yeah, he's not going to. He's going to try and keep you in this gray zone for as long as possible. And he did that. This is just a microcosm of the of of what could have been three years. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Hypotheticals. You he ready? probably learned from his dad. <laughs> his dad was an asshole his grandfather was an asshole let's do a hypothetical I was having do we have any hypothetical on the ones and twos there we go I was having a boozy brunch with the boys after a night of shenanigans when my bro looks at me and says dude would you rather lose at what would you rather lose at the bar I love this one your phone Wallet or keys? Can't remember if you've already debated this, but each have their own cringeworthy attributes. Me personally, I'd rather lose my wallet. What says you, KOB guest and shows? What do we think? Oh, keys, hundred percent. Keys, phone, wallet. What do you want to lose? You want to lose keys. keys. 
yeah. phone is so annoying because you, your contacts and your schedule, and if you didn't sync it, mm. that's a pain in the ass. Your wallet, you have all your cards you got to cancel, mm. get new cards in the bank, not have your money, mm. worry about people stealing your identity, that's sure. a pain in the ass. But keys... You can always get another copy. Like, how many keys do you have? You have, if you have an apartment, you have two keys for your apartment. You have yeah. car keys. You can pay a little money and get that car key made. But that's it. I mean, all that's really easily replaceable. Getting to your place that night's a pain in the ass. But besides that, yeah. everything else is a long term headache. I totally agree. You want to, we rate our problems by the amount it takes to fix it. For sure. So, what you're saying with the, the, the phone, my life is ruined. So let's get that the fuck out. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'd rather lose my penis than my <laughs> Okay. I'd rather lose a nut. Yes. Okay. Uh, the wallet, just like you said, that's a lot to remember. Changing passwords. That's a, that's a full day of tasks. And then what was in your wallet? Did you have something in there like money? Did you put your like? Do you not remember a code to something or sure. your social? You're an idiot. And you put that in like just people are more your social security card. Like whatever. There's so much is. shit that people can fuck with you for. It's a the phone is like having a handful of M and M's and throwing them up in the air and having to clean up all the M and M's. Yes, that's awful. I mean the the wallet. Yeah, the wallet, for sure. Losing the wallet. It's a lot of disconnected items that you need terribly. Credit cards, debit cards, license. It puts your life on hold for a couple of days. So the keys is a $500 problem. Yeah. You go get a locksmith. You go get your car, tow, new key, or whatever. It's just a problem that can be wiped away with $500. That's it. It's a money problem that can be solved without losing anything. Yeah. One time my buddy, I've probably told this on the podcast before, we were down on the Jersey Shore, not Avalon, okay? Mm. And they have this, like, there's the ocean, then there's the bay. So the bay has all these parties all the time. So it's like these houses that are on the bay, and they have these big docks, and everyone just throws that we you know there's tons of booze big rafts right but there's a real current to the bay so we're all hanging out outside and it's a huge party and my buddy goes to get in one of the the rafts and he he realizes he jumps in the raft he starts floating away because it's tied to the dock and he realizes his keys are in his pocket and it's his keys to his new jeep that his company gave him this was right after graduation so it was like first company car oh jeez and it's his jeep keys it's a nice jeep it's parked outside and all of a sudden he takes the keys he goes oh shit i forgot my keys are on me he goes yo freed and he takes his keys and he goes to throw them to me they fall so fucking short of this dock uh. straight into the bay straight down <laughs> it's 15 feet to the bottom 15 no 20 feet 20 feet to the bottom no question and we're like, oh, shit. He starts freaking out. It's his car keys. It's a Saturday. He's got to go back to work Monday. Like, he's never going to be able to get a mate again. So we're all freaking out. And, like, people start doing, like, you know, initial dives. People think they're fucking Greg Luganis. We're trying. <laughs> we're trying our best. And this dude, so we're free. He's freaking out a little bit. He realizes that a friend of ours has scuba equipment. Okay. And the guy is going to go, um, he's got scuba equipment. <laughs> this old guy that was at the party who lived upstairs was like, I got scuba equipment. I think that was a, or a neighbor. No, no, no. The old guy lived upstairs and said, if you can get me scuba equipment, I'll do some dives tomorrow morning when the tide is low. 
And he's like, but he's like, I don't know if you're going to find that key. That current, that current is really fucking strong. Right. And the keys just blow away on the bottom. And it's going to be on the bottom. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, but we can try. So the next morning, my buddy's like, I got to go. So we like party the rest of the day. And he's like freaking out. And the that's next, the worst kind of party. Where the you just worst. Have, uh, Your life's ruined. Yeah, and you and you're like, you're just. Can you stay away from me? You stink. Yeah. The next day or that night, I'm like, dude, wake me up. I want to go. I want to see this dude try and dive for your stupid. That's fucking a true keys. friend, yeah, right I, there. I was like, I gotta go laugh at this. So the next morning, at like seven in the morning, we get up and he's like, he take. We go get the scuba equipment from like a guy's dad, a guy from our fraternity's dad had it. We pick up the scuba equipment. We bring in this old guy. The old guy puts on the flip flops or the the fucking the flippers, <laughs> the flippers, the mask, and he starts doing dives. Did he dive backwards off the <laughs> he dock? Did a backwards dive, <laughs> and I'll never forget it because the guy goes down. He does one dive and he comes back up, and I yell. I'm my buddy's like next to him on the dock, and I'm just back with my coffee, <laughs> laughing it up. And I look at the dude dive, and I go, "Can you see anything?" <laughs> And the guy looks up and just goes, zero viz. <laughs> I've never laughed harder in my entire life. And he's going, and he starts laughing. My buddy, who's he's lost, he starts laughing because he's like, zero viz. Like now he's talking in scuba language. And <laughs> so then, we're, so I was like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm just going down. He said that every time he goes down, He's just, he goes, think of this, you're closing your eyes and just patting his hand <laughs> on the ground of the, like the seabed. And I go, dude, there's no fucking way. <laughs> this guy's finding your keys, taking, he's got the, we, we gave him the area that you're it basically sending a blind man down yes, to find your keys and patting. <laughs> so just right now, if you're listening, close your eyes and just start patting the ground. That's how he's finding these Jeep keys. <laughs> so he does like four dives and he's like, dude, it's really, I can't see a thing. I'm just patting the ground. And he goes down like five times, six times, seven times he goes down, he comes up with the fucking key. Shut up. I swear to God, my buddy whose car was, he's freaking out, cheering. I'm laughing. I'm cheering. <laughs> like I'm into it. You know, we've seen... It's great. I think to tell me after like a dolphin just jumped out of the water with the keys <laughs> on his nose. <laughs> he said it was in what happened was the, the key dropped down and landed in the circle of a cinder block. So there was a cinder block on its side. Oh. So it got captured in the cinder block. So it wasn't being taken away by the stream. So we, we go to the car, him and I are like high five. We're laughing. We were yelling zero viz <laughs> all the way to the car. And I'm like, dude, if that, Remote lock still works. God loves you. Like, you know, like the yeah. boop, boop. He, I go, press it on three. If it works, I fucking hate you. I can't believe. <laughs> and it fucking worked. Oh, my it, God. Like, it never even happened. That's hilarious. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This is going to be a difficult one, Jay. Are you ready for another let, email? Let, let's, let's do it. At Jay Nog on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. Go support him. Go buy the album. Put support me, me, guys. Put yourself in, coach, to his album. Yes, everyone. There's enough players. Come on. Let's do this. This is a tough one. Here's the... This is the title. Okay? So get ready. Tackling the Meet the Parents hurdle at my mom's funeral. Oof. 
That is. Okay, let's see if this gets happier. Hi, J Train. Love the podcast. I'll be at your live show this Monday in NYC. Oh, so I've already seen you. Sort of a difficult question. I've been seeing this guy for about four months now, and things have moved on to serious direction. We both said we were only seeing each other, but never had the boyfriend girlfriend conversation. That sounds like the girlfriend. What yeah. more do you want? Yeah. <laughs> he does all the boyfriend things, dinner dates, brunches, meets all, met all the friends, even sent flowers to my office on Valentine. This is great. Yeah. He's your boyfriend. He's your boyfriend. Stop asking for more. To make a very long story short, my mom is dying of cancer and expects to pass away in the next month. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. This guy has been, uh, I've been seeing, knows the situation, has been very supportive. But now this has put in a, us in a very strange situation. Is there, a normal, is there any normal way to say, hey, come to my mom's funeral and meet every person I've ever met my whole family on the worst day of my life when you're not even sure this person is your boyfriend? Obviously, How long are you going for, they said? Four months? Four months. Obviously, this is not what either of us expected when we first started seeing each other, but unfortunately, real life sometimes gets in the way. Um, I want a relationship with this guy, but feel like this is going to be a situation that will make us make or break us. Um, I understand it's a lot to ask of someone who you've only been dating for a few months, but I also feel like if he can't be there for me during this difficult portion of my life, then what's the point of continuing this? I, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Well, let me first say I'm very sorry. Um, what's going on? It's horrible. Yeah, that's awful. Um, what I'll also say to her, this isn't going to make or break you. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't think, like, this is a, you know, a very particular circumstance. But everybody has particular circumstances that come up, and people either come to bat or they don't. And it's not the circumstance that doesn't make them come to bat. They don't look at it and go, I ain't climbing up that mountain. They like you, and then they climb the mountains based on how much they like you. Right. You know? And it sounds like this guy, like, like in the beginning, before getting to the end of the email, we both said he's your boyfriend. Yeah, for we sure. We both sat here. We heard Flowers, all of that. Valentine's Day. He, yeah, he likes you. I don't know what more you need. Um, but what I will say to him is he knows what's going on and he's going to do the right thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it would be more... Like if he doesn't come through in this situation, that's someone you don't want to date no matter what. And I don't think he should... He, he might be saying to himself... There's two things he's saying to himself. Fuck this sucks. He's definitely saying that. And two, he's saying, I just want to make sure he he's as worried about the lines that he doesn't want to cross as you are the lines you don't want to cross. Also, is the funeral a large funeral or is it like really intimate? Because maybe, you know, you he goes there to pay respects, but he lets you spend time with your family at the initial funeral. Like, yeah, yeah. How, maybe he comes after. Right. Like how a, big it is. If a Jewish shiva call. Right. He like comes on all the nights. Right. Instead of just the funeral. I think if you say to this guy, hey, you know what tough time I'm going through. I'd love for you to be there, but I understand if you can't. But understand if you don't feel comfortable. That's what I would let. I like to, when you ask, when you're asking something of someone to be more for you, you give them the opportunity to pull on the rope or not. Yes. Don't make it an ultimatum kind of thing. No, but they, yeah, but it is an ultimatum, but you don't have to let them know that. I, I don't think you have to say to him, hey, Funeral's coming up. You better fucking be there. Right. Or we're done. You, you know, I'm like, that doesn't, you should trust that he is going to make the right decision. Is going to make the right decision based on the four months and how great things are going and him meeting the parents. You know, I'm sure this is moving faster because of the position that you're in, like relationship wise. And I don't mean to lessen what you're going through. I'm just saying 
that you're probably leaning on to him more. He's probably being there more for you because he knows you're going through a tough time. Oh, for sure. This is making you closer. But like sometimes that's what happens. You can't avoid these things. Yeah. And your experience and your relationship is nobody else's relationship. You know, you look at that movie, what the fuck, uh, about the comic, Camille Nanjiani. Oh, uh, the big sick, big sick. Big sick. I right? didn't see it. I, I didn't see great. it. Yeah. But I heard it's great. But the, you know, the premise of that movie is he's just met this girl and she gets sick and then he gets thrown into meeting the parents. Right. Matt, have you seen it? Is that basically? Uh, yeah. I mean, he, they break up before, right before she gets really sick and then she's in a coma and he's meeting the parents. So, so that's, but it's based on a true story. So that circumstance is like a fight or flight moment. And that's kind of what relationships are, whether they, are your mom who's terribly sick and we feel all of it. But that, that's just another thing on a group of things that could be a fight or flight moment. It's life. That's it's it. life. Yeah. And I hope he takes the rope and is there for you. And I, I think he would be. I think he'll do it. It's just don't deliver it to him in an aggressive way <laughs> that puts him in a corner. Put it, into him where, yeah. put it to him where he can be the hero and step up to be there for you. Sure. And if you make it like that, I think he'll step up. He'll do whatever needs to be done. And I think a Save the Day card is coming in like eight to nine months, you know? That's yeah. what <laughs> J-Train podcast. No, but I, I, I don't mean to lessen this, but it's kind of like um, I had an idea. I was just thinking of something that was related but not, but like in a ridiculous way. <laughs> what did you just say the before the save the day? Well, I was, I was saying that like give him the opportunity to step up for this, and then if he does, you know that he's there yeah. for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I had. Don't something. put him in a corner. Yeah, don't and don't do the thing. I mean, we're not saying like you're. We're not victim blaming here. We're just no. saying it's no. Here's the word I wanted to <laughs> when I. When I meet someone that I know I've met before, okay? When I meet someone I know I've met before, but I know they don't know me that well. I go up to them and say, hi, I'm Jared. I know we've met before. I just want to say what's up. Mm -hmm. That's me letting them off the hook at every turn. You know, at that point, they get the opportunity to go, I do remember. Good to see you again, Jared. Right. Or then go, I don't remember but good, thank you for telling me. You're, you know what I mean? Like, I'm giving them the opportunity. It's And this is a low pressure. Low, but this is the, the same thing. I'm like, this is the, kind of the advice with a name <laughs> that I'm giving you for your mom's funeral, which is, you know, give him like the, the name, even though you know he should know your name. For sure. So it's like, hey, I know this is uncomfortable. Totally up to you. I would love for you to come, but understand if it's uncomfortable. That's all you're saying. Also, you, you don't know what this guy's been through, too. Totally. You don't know if he lost someone. But just say, it it's, yeah. it's, I want this. I understand. If you can't do this, boom. Yeah, and then and balls then, in his court. And then you're going to get through this horrible moment in your life. You're gonna, it's going to take time. It's going to take energy. It's going to take leaning on friends and family. And there'll be a point where you'll go, you'll go through the list of people. And that's when your emotions have cleared up. And I don't know when that's going to be for you. But, and I, I, I've done this with other parts of my life where you go through the list of people and you see these are the people that were for me in a tough time and these are the people that weren't. And Definitely. that doesn't come right away. That takes time and that takes getting away from it to go, you know who didn't fucking step up? Mm -hmm. The four-month guy. Fuck him. Yeah. That's when you can start being like, I got to shed these people. That's how I would play it. And I, again... Yeah, heart goes out to you. Heart goes out to you. That's uh, that's. that's I think he's going to step up, though. I think he will too. 
I got. Let's do uh, one more email. Cool. Jay Nog, thank you for coming on. Of course, man. Always have fun on this. At Jay Nog on Twitter and Instagram. At Jay Nog. And uh, also, put me in, Coach, is the name of the album. Go type in Jay Nog into Apple iTunes. You'll find it. Tinder response. Yo, Jay Train, this question may have been better suited to the older days of the podcast, but what's the best way to respond when a girl uh, as, oh, you're in such and such frat and the frat you're in is significantly worse than that tier? I don't know, maybe applicable to a girl asking about jobs or company you work for or the postgrads out there. What do you think? So basically what this guy is asking is, how do you respond to someone putting you in a corner based on something they saw in your dating bio? Uh, I mean, I think it's stupid of her to judge you based on like, like I was in a fraternity in college sure. and a lot of my buddies did coke mm-hmm. and I was the only one who didn't do coke. And of course, whenever we went out places everyone always associated that I was always doing blow with them and stuff like that. Mm. So by looking at pictures and assuming the worst because he's in this fraternity, just go out with her and then show her that you're not like that. Yeah. You know, like that's the only thing. Let her have her judgment. That's totally cool because people are going to have judgments. But go out with her. And I mean, if you are that douche, then we're wasting our time with you. Sure, sure, but, sure. You know, that's what you do. You got to improv this. You got to improv. Yes, and. Mm-hmm. You got to... Own it and move on. That's the only way because you're on a dating app where you've swiped. So the initial meeting is we both think we're hot. So I get it a lot where it's like, oh, you're like, I get like a lot of negging over dating apps. Like girls like being mean to me in a way because Mm -hmm. once they hear that you do comedy or, you know, you've ever, you know, they don't want to take you down a notch because they think that you're such an egomaniac and so confident that you couldn't be a nice person. For sure. So what they do is they try to like dig at you. So I, I get what he's, what's going on here. She's trying to let him know, yeah, why, why the fuck are you in that house? That is whatever. Yeah. I you mean, know? it happened many times to me, like with. Yeah. It happens all the time. So, yeah. but all you can do is no, uh, is rely on the fact that yes, you think each other is hot mm-hmm. because it's been swiped. So you've gotten that green light and she's just trying to be flirty. So if you're enjoying the conversation otherwise, and listen, this might be the end of the conversation. I've ended, I, I've gotten that shit from people and been like, don't have the energy. Yeah. This conversation wasn't good enough for me to keep going with it while you're making fun of me. <laughs> you know, like, so, so you have the option, but if you want to keep going with it, you say, yes, we're the worst. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> yes, we're the worst. And want to come we, to the toga party yeah, on Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all you can do. Positivity wins out on these things. Mm-hmm. Positivity always wins out. You can't know, but no, we're great. Well, yeah. then you look like a fucking un, uh, uh, you know, not confident loser. Right. Or you can't like lash out. You no. Know? Yeah. Yes. Laugh. Move on. Anytime I get heckled, that's my move. I laugh at it. Mm-hmm. If you laugh at it, it's power and laughter. Power and confidence. If you stay calm, then you still have control. Once you get angry, then the audience totally knows that they got you. Sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I've had this where I've gotten heckled in the past, and especially hosting where I host a lot. People want to yell out and they want to be funny. Sometimes giving them the opportunity, letting them have the joke that they got is the best decision. Oh, for sure. So like if someone yelled, like I remember there was like someone, if someone yells out something funny, I laugh. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah, why not? And I think the the uh, the approach I see a lot of people take when they get someone gets a laugh from in the audience, fuck you. Right. They get mad because now their power is taken away. Or no. to slam him. Yeah. Slam him. I power and funniness. That's great. Mm-hmm. I understand funny. I think you're funny. 
Thank you for doing that. Right. Join the team. Join the team. And that's always going to make you look better. It's 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 all about you're looking, you want to look your best self. And the bad self is to go, no, we got good parties on Tuesdays. Yeah. She's <laughs> looking to see if you respond that yes. way. And as long as you respond in a positive way, you're all good, dude. Testing you. Listen, uh, J-Nog, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me. Always, Always have a good time, man. At J-Nog on Twitter and Instagram. Matt, thank you for coming on helping us out. Glad to be here. Just a little slow. You got the same timing as Shelby. <laughs> I've been learning from the best. Yeah, right. Give out your Instagram and Twitter and everything. I don't really use them right now. You know, I'm, you what are you doing? I mean, I'm on Twitter at Matt D Weiss, but that's I I never go on there. What are you doing all day? I don't know. I'm actually trying to. I've been trying to get away from my phone a little bit right okay. now. Well, good for you, man. Matt, you've not. heard Seth Rogen's younger brother plenty of times. I'm sure he has a younger brother. Yeah, Seth Rogen's very, younger brother. The look. Yeah. I've been told I look and sound like him on occasion. You have yeah. the same voice too. Yeah. Um, before I sign out, um, we helped. I helped out a sorority. They they did a dance crew. They did a best dance crew thing, and they've won three years in a row. So I said if they they needed likes on Instagram, so I posted my story. And if you liked it, thank you for helping them out. Dare Jared Freed the Slaves. I can't thank you enough for supporting Gamma Phi Beta in this social media contest. Our winning dance, thanks to Papa JT, obviously, is enclosed below for your viewing pleasure. It's nothing professional, but I worked on it night and day to make sure it's better than all those other bitches. And you're sharing our picture definitely sent us over the edge. You're the best, dude. Feel free to share this wherever. We're pretty proud of it. Keep doing what you're doing. Lots of love uh, from the girl who sent it. P.S. I'm a little drunk writing this, but I'm celebrating four wins in a row. So let's make this a judgment-free zone. It always is, baby. Let's watch their video. Let's see. Okay. Okay, they're doing a lot. It feels like we're in the movie. I don't know where we could show this. I'm doing this at the end because it's not very... Oh, they're doing line dance. Oh, it's great. A lot of kicks. A lot of swing of the arms. Arm swings. I like it. The lighting is very good. Whoever did the lighting. Are these all white girls with her, though? Yeah, this is... <laughs> this... We used to have this thing in my high school. It was called the Bomb Squad, where they do step dancing. I was uh, always a huge fan. I love the step... Oh, but these girls were lighting. on the same... I like the one girl. They have the one girl that steps out and does the attitude dance, <laughs> right? She does the head head nod. Is she upside down? A lot of running man. I like the yeah. running man. I like when they do the hand jive stuff. Yeah. Also, it's fun for these sorority dance competitions because they're literally the, the rest of the sororities in the crowd, like, climaxing. <laughs> and then you can tell who in the sorority is like their friend like the, who's like the coolest one and who's the jealous one yeah yeah the, the coolest one does their one individual thing and everyone's like ah! <laughs> some girl tears her fucking hair out of her head <laughs> it's a very good dance yes uh, congratulations on the win I'm happy great I could choreography be a, great choreography I'm happy I could be a part of it um, but that's our show I'm Jared Freed we'll be back next episode enjoy the live podcast Friday Boom.